0: god can you believe this hey besties <laughs> oh i the don't worst. know why that i'm not gonna hop on the hey besties train i don't think you should i don't because i don't like it's too it's overused also like i'm not the type of person that is a hugger when you first meet them you know like i don't hug you no when i meet you i'll do I, it if someone's yeah. like really adamant like I'm if they're hugger. coming in for a I'm hug like, okay. i'm like all right. All right. I guess that there's no way out of this. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> it's way more awkward to be like, no, How put au- your hand yeah. up, stop. I don't want to be hugged. Than to just be. I'm like, not like take it, Just take it awkwardly. Yeah.
1: I'm not like, don't hug me. I'm not that kind of person. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna meet someone and be like, I'm a hugger.
0: Yeah. So that's exactly <laughs> the same logic as why I'm not gonna say, hey bestie. Hey because, besties. I think it's like yeah. more of an ironic. It's more of an thing. ironic thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the thing is uh, about doing things ironic is sometimes you do them unironic. That's how it always happens. It's yeah. literally how it always happens. Because you're forming that habit. My boyfriend, he uses emojis in like every single message and I was doing it just to like make fun of him and mm-hmm. now I can't. Now I'm like, what emoji <laughs> is best for <laughs> this? And I'm like, oh yes, person smiling with a cowboy hat on.
1: <laughs> That's the only one
0: that matters. <laughs> the cowboy hat emoji is the best emoji. I think it's... I think that's pretty yeah, safe that's to pretty say. Safe to say, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. Well, welcome back <laughs> to another episode of So Good So Far. We're so excited to be back. If you didn't know, we were gone for a few weeks, but we're back on our bullshit.
0: <laughs> like here to stay. Bitch, where were you? <laughs> uh Yeah, we just got lost. Mm-hmm. We couldn't find any weeks. of our podcasting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> No, oh, we, that's uh, almost true because yeah. we, all of our podcast stuff is broken. It's literally going out. That was a reason. That was one of the reasons why we stopped mm-hmm. for a little while because we needed new gear. And did we get it? Nope. No, <laughs> we're still recording on the same janky shit. <laughs> So Classic. this should be fun. Classic We're sharing us. one microphone that barely works. <laughs> that works better on one side than the other. Cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's so good so far. You know what I mean? It's um quickly becoming all right right now.
1: Yeah. So yes, we are back and better than ever. Almost.
0: <laughs> the thing is, we we wanted to come back strong with like new mics, better content, um, better branding, and what ended up happening is. We just kind of planned for a bit and that stuff is coming. It's in all a coming. Few weeks, yes, but it's we, on the way. We didn't want to take too long of a break. Right. For fear well, that we would just stop completely.
1: Yeah. And by the time we release this, we probably will have like all of our new stuff. Mm-hmm. And we'll have our, we're going to do some fresh branding. We're so excited about that. That's in the works. We are just kind of coming at you with some new and improved content. We, we're adding some new structure. We have a lot of super fun episode ideas coming up that are gonna be a little different than before but yeah. honestly I think so much more fun more like interactive and just like keeping things like fresh every single week instead of just being bored of our own topics
0: you know yeah. and it's interesting because we're discussing habits this episode and I think that we just when we first started this, we were just like, we just want to get the habit of starting a podcast and Mm -hmm. doing it every week. And once we kind of nailed down that habit, we realized that we needed to restructure in order to keep it fresh. And for us, it was getting a little bit monotonous because we weren't excited and didn't have, like, enough of a niche to work within. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. But it feels so fun to be recording
0: again. I, like, have really missed it. Yeah, I am surprised that I missed it considering how much I dreaded it at first. I know.
1: Well, I know. It was, like, scary at first. And then after a while, it was kind of like... There was days where I was like, I just don't want to record because I I was so busy or I was tired. And then, like... But once we would start recording, I would always be like, okay, this is so fun, you know? And lately, I was like, man, I just miss podcasting. Like, it just felt even though we only stopped for, like, four weeks or something. It felt like a long long, time. It
0: felt like a long time, and... I kind of sometimes just forgot we had a podcast. But we've done a lot of episodes. Like, this is our 27th episode. That's a lot of episodes to just be like, I don't have a podcast. Right, I know.
1: I was just, like, thinking of listening back to some episodes, and I was like, whoa, this is so weird. Like, this feels like a different life for some reason, because we, like, stopped. Well, um, speaking of being back... We are coming at you with life updates. So yeah, what have
0: you been doing in the last month?
1: What have I been doing? Well, I have been working, obviously. That's going pretty well. This past week, especially, I feel like I've been feeling better. I was kind of getting down about the design process. <laughs> it's just hard sometimes and uh, it can be a little frustrating, but I think... I started talking to some coworkers about it and realizing that I was not alone in that feeling, and so I've been feeling better about that. Um, Going back to the office like one day a week, so that's new. Definitely nice to get out of the house. Other things I've been doing, I went on a trip to visit some family in Arkansas, which was just, you know, great time, great time. Love Arkansas, it does exist. (laughs) Lots of people were like, what are you doing in Arkansas? People have my location. And they're like,
0: have you been kidnapped? Are you okay? (laughs) People in Arkansas only live there because they've been kidnapped. exactly. And they they just have Stockholm Syndrome Mm -hmm. and they're just used to it now. They're like, yeah, we love it here. I'm like... (laughs) y'all sure (laughs) blink once
1: (laughs) (laughs) if you're not okay no it's not it's really not that bad but it was fun then i've been planning a trip i'm going to boston this weekend going there to visit tanner and we're going to tanner and i are flying to california for our friend nicole's birthday um we're gonna go stay in an airbnb up like kind of near bakersfield but a little south and it's so cute And we're so excited. That is exciting. So, that's kind of the main updates lately.
0: Um, What's been going on with you? I've just been like in pain for the last month. (laughs) 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 I've had like so much dental work done and I keep falling everywhere. I've been like extremely clumsy Um, last week. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I am just really clumsy, but it's been like magnified lately for some reason. Last week I was mailing something and I hate mailing things. It's like my kryptonite as someone with ADHD. It's just like too many steps in the process. (laughs) Even though like every time I'm doing, I do it, I'm like, wait, that was not hard. (laughs) It was so easy. And they're really nice at the post office. And the post office is literally a four minute walk from my house. So the fact that it took me over two months to mail this package that I was supposed to mail is extremely embarrassing.
1: Well, I (laughs) definitely do
0: that too. And as a reward, I got some really cool stamps. They were T-Rex stamps and they were so cool. And I was admiring them on the walk home, of course. And as I was admiring them, I was like, holy shit, are these holographic? And I, I was like, oh, I think they are. And then right when I had that thought, immediately I just tripped and like fell really hard but it wasn't like the kind of followers like you're up and then you're down I kind of like slid into home base with this one and really <laughs> fucked up my elbow were you like on a sidewalk yeah I was just on the sidewalk walking home and I oh. there's just some uneven pavement yeah yeah that's not my fault that's just the city that's cities. just cap hill <laughs> do you think I can sue the city mm-hmm, for sure you're like look at this rug burn I have <laughs> yeah look exactly. at this band-aid and they're like what were you doing at the time and I was like none of your business business. (laughs) Uh, none of your business it's just so annoying when like bad things happen to me I always feel like they're extremely embarrassing for me like when my car got broken into and someone stole the cozy bakery (laughs) mystery it's like why does everything have to be embarrassing for me I've just gotten used to it I guess so I was talking with someone the other day about 14ers, because I was like, I have never done a 14er, and I really want to do one. I was like looking it up, and I can't remember how many there are, like, I don't know, 50 or something mm-hmm. like that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah,
0: there's like a decent amount, but you could definitely do them all. Like, yeah. within a few year period, I think mm-hmm. you could do them all if you tried. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to someone, and they were like, well, actually, like, one of the hardest ones many people die on every year. In Colorado? In Colorado, yeah. Because it's like a knife edge I think oh. it's called the knife edge. And you're and they like fall and off. And they fall off, yeah. And, or like you like get cornered on like a ledge or something like that and you can't get down because like it's harder to get down than go up. And so like people die every year. And I was like, why do people do it if if people are dying every year? And we were talking about it. It's like some people just really like this is their purpose on earth. Like my purpose is to be as best as I can at hiking or outdoor activities you know and so they would they're willing to risk their life for that
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: that feels like worth it to them because it gives them so much purpose but I was not put here to do all of (laughs) the 14ers and I am so fucking clumsy that I am gonna be the person that dies. I... 100% co-sign that I think you shouldn't do that and I feel (laughs) like we'll do an easy one yeah no yeah we'll do an easy one and it's like if there's like two or three that it's like okay these ones are really dangerous and you might die there's a possibility I'm just not gonna do that one and it's okay if you get 47 out of 50 things yeah like it's okay because it's not worth your life (laughs) Definitely not. That's a good, uh, yeah. good realization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a good realization. Jackie's it, like I had a breakthrough. I had a breakthrough <laughs> that I don't have to do things, which you know is very different. That could from, potentially kill me. That could potentially kill me. I I guess I don't have to do those yeah. things. Yeah. Hot take. Also, I'm really excited for the summer because uh, I got season passes to Ilitch's. Ilitch's <laughs> is gonna be open. Ilitch's is open. Ew, sorry. I fucking hate amusement parks. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense to someone with intense anxiety. <laughs> they're also <sorts> just <laughs> gross. That's just me, though. If you don't think about it, then they're not gross. <laughs> you definitely think about it. Everything is yeah. like sticky. Okay, whatever. Do you go off? Right. Um. It's true, but the thing is that. <laughs> That it was seventy dollars for a season, season pass, pass. <laughs> and one ticket is like forty dollars. Okay, yeah, that's worth it. it th- we just found like a really good deal, and my boyfriend calls yeah. me, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" I'm like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Season tickets are seventy dollars each," and I was like, "Okay, we got to do that because yeah, it's within walking deal. distance from his house." So
1: that's so we could crazy. We just go after
0: work, <laughs> like, rem- <laughs> <laughs> like every day. Hey, babe,
1: I just got off work. Meet me in. <laughs>
0: We're just riding the fucking roller coaster. That's so
1: crazy because, like, remember when you were a kid going to Elytch's was like a big event. A big event. Yeah. You'd have to, like, drive up and park, and it was like you had to go downtown. It was this whole thing. And now you're like, Yo, I'll meet you over there, just walk, like, get on so, a scooter. like, it's a bar. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and. I would go there to and drink. And you can, it's a water park too, which like, I'm so sorry, that's probably nasty to you. But like, now that means I have a pool membership. Yeah. Which is like, way, even way better than a that's pool what, membership. Mm-hmm. Yep. And somehow cheaper. Yeah. Because you can go on that toilet tube thing. <laughs> just, and somehow. Like, finally she, the toilet yeah, tube. Yeah. $70 for the whole fucking season. And. Yeah. If you paid like another, like. you could get two meals every time you're there
1: (laughs) that is insane because amusement park
0: meals are expensive I know and it's just crazy because it's two meals every time you're there so like you could just not buy groceries and just go there every day every day to to eat and it would only be $70 (laughs) wait you should do that (laughs) <laughs> I know. <laughs> Every but day the thing you have is, a day The only off. reason I don't want to do it is because, like, I feel like they have such unhealthy options, like pizza and corn yeah, dogs. Yeah, like, I just eventually like, I'd be like, this is not. Elitch, yeah, E-Litch, E-Litch, E-Litch Gardens season
1: pass. Hit Jackie up if you guys want to go to
0: Eelich's. She will be there in a heartbeat. Okay. I will pretty much be there at any time.
1: Okay. Oh, I was gonna ask. Do you have any like content recommendations? Because. I'm really, besides like the book
0: we're going to talk about today, (laughs) I really want to start talking about like things I've been watching or listening to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have not really been watching TV much lately, but I've been reading so much. Mm -hmm. I've also been kind of getting into cooking and I've been reading this cooking book called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat and it's Mm -hmm. like a pretty famous cooking book and also there's a show. And the show is really good. It's like just like four four episodes. Yeah, it's four. on Netflix. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so this book, it just kind of breaks down the elements of cooking so that like you don't need to like follow recipes just to make something delicious or like it it also teaches you just like basic things about cooking that you just might have overlooked or like not learned. It really just breaks down like all the parts of cooking and why we do certain things and why you shouldn't do certain things even though you may do them and i just really recommend reading it that sounds good mm-hmm. i've seen the the
1: show i haven't watched it mm-hmm. but i've like seen it on seen netflix it on and i always thought that would be so interesting and i would love to learn more about cooking
0: yeah and i just i feel like getting better at at things like cooking it can make it makes me want to eat more which i struggle with and it is really fun to kind of lose yourself in a thing that you have to do And be like, oh, I get to do this now. I get to practice these new skills that I learned that I think are actually kind of fun.
1: Yeah, because you have to like have food every day,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, Yeah, that's actually such a good point. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Do you have any recommendations this week?
1: Yes. So I've been watching, the main show I've been watching is Gilmore Girls, which I've never watched before. Oh, I've
0: never watched that either. And I was actually going to start it pretty soon. It's
1: actually super good. Like it's not, I mean, it's not something where you're like, oh my gosh, this is, like, the best show ever in terms of, like, acting. I don't know, it's not bad, but it's, like, a really Mm feel-good show, and it has, like, a. it's just, like, really easy to watch. It's good, like, character relationships and development and all that kind of stuff. I'm not that far into it. I'm on season two, and there's seven seasons, so I'm, Mm -hmm. like, still, you know, going through it. And it's good. There's a ton of, like, really great, like, powerful women motifs, you know, throughout the show, and it's, like, I'm, like, here's my recommendation from the year 2000. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> good my recommendation. I don't know if
0: you've heard of it. I don't know if
1: you've heard of it, guys. Gilmore Girls. Um, it's a little underground. It's a little, it's a little different, but no, it's good. It's funny. So yeah, that's my recommendation. I guess. Oh, okay. Here's another rec that does not is not TV, but I have been doing this thing not every day, but I've been trying to do it like a lot of days where on my lunch or like just when I have thirty minutes, I'll go down to the gym and do this treadmill workout. I don't know called it's I don't know where I even saw it probably Instagram or something but it's called the 12 3 30 or something and it's like you put the treadmill on incline 12 which is like really fucking hard and you put it on a speed of three which is just like kind of a fast walk but like not really and then you do that for 30 minutes and it's honestly pretty hard I had to do it at, at an eight incline for like the first few days and I would be like like dead at the end um but I've been like good
0: hiking training yeah
1: it is and it's like just it's not super hard where you're like oh my gosh I don't want to do it and then I just put on a show so I'll put on get more girls when I do that but the other show that I haven't recommended yet that's like my actual topical recommendation (laughs) present day is cruel summer On Did I tell you about that? Mm -hmm. On Freeform. Or it's like, you can watch it on Hulu next day. Which is what I do. Because I don't have cable. And it's so good. It's basically this show about these two girls. It's based over three summers in the 90s. It's 93, 94, 95. Every episode you see like all three years. And you can kind of tell. You have to really pay attention. Because they go back and forth between years a lot. But it's all. Has a different like filter. So like the first year is really bright and then the second year is like a little darker and the third year is like really dark. Like the the film filter, whatever they put on it. Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, it's like kind of like that. And basically it's about two girls and one of the girls gets kidnapped and the other girl kind of like takes her place. Anyway, that's really all I can say without like spoiling anything, but it's so good. And there's only so far like five episodes. So it would be super easy to catch up on Hulu um so i'm definitely recommending so that so catch up now because we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about, next
0: about it episode so if yeah. you don't want spoilers you better get your ass maybe. yeah
1: definitely watch it so that you can um hear our take on it next episode because we are going to talk more about it in depth
0: i'm gonna watch
1: that yeah it's so good okay is that all you have for the intro mm-hmm. okay great okay <laughs> we're gonna get into the episode now um like jackie said we're talking about habits and speaking of recommendations, we are recommending a book that we've both been reading about forming good habits and breaking bad habits called Atomic Habits. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's by James Clear.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, yeah, That's it's like a
0: perfect name to have right? if you're
1: like if
0: you are talking about habits. Yeah,
1: or just like something like self help like that. Yeah, or like, it'd also be cool to be like
0: like who are you, Clear? James Clear. <laughs> is that Crystal? <laughs> oh. That's the line I would use to pick up girls. Just just keep that in mind, James. James, yeah. If you've listened to this, which you should. He's um, probably going to be like,
1: um, He's like, I'm married, I have children.
0: <laughs> he's like, stop using my book. Yeah, he sues us.
1: <laughs> so sorry, James. We're, We're just going to kidding. form some good habits.
0: <laughs> yeah. He never talks about his wife. does I he? think he, I have no idea. I don't know if he's Maybe married Maybe I just um, blocked off because I'm secretly in love with him. Oh, okay. That checks yeah. out. I don't know why I looked at the front of this cover. <laughs> to to see, see the name. <laughs> and I don't even have the book jacket on because <laughs> I hate book jackets. I literally hate book jackets. We both I took, hate book jackets. We both
1: took ours off because
0: yeah.
1: I don't know why. They just what look are we so much doing? better.
0: Also, they're inside. We're, they're inside. They don't need a jacket. <laughs> That's rude. And yeah. we put their jackets in the book jacket closet. <laughs> take their book jackets up and stay a while <laughs> read a while
1: <laughs> so anyway that was enough dad jokes for the day so
0: we're reading i'll put their jacket back <laughs> on when we go outside
1: it's Don't just worry. so annoying because it just slides it just, off. it's just
0: so annoying when people slide into my dms and be like isn't your book cold <laughs> does that happen does that ever happen to you more uh, than you'd like to think
1: more than you would think so okay so yeah we're we've been reading that book and we've been wanting to talk about do an episode on habits for a long time as well. And we figured the best way to get some more information on it would be to read this
0: book, which is fantastic. 10 mm. out of 10 recommend. Yeah, I'm not like a huge self-help book person. Um, because generally, I th- feel like they just tell me things that I already know. But this one, I felt like I actually learned a lot about A lot about how habits are formed and like the science behind it Mm -hmm. so I think as far as self-help books go even though I'm really skeptical about it me recommending one is kind of a big deal
1: yeah I feel the same way like I mean I haven't read a lot of I think this is maybe like the first real like self-help book I've read but yeah I was gonna say the same thing like there's a lot of things in this book the thing I loved about it was that there's so many um points that he makes that you're kind of like, yeah, that's obvious, but I never thought of it that way in the way that he's saying it is making it click for me
0: mm-hmm. more.
1: You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we'll bring up more as we go into it, but, um, we kind of want to like discuss the book mm-hmm. and just discuss like our own experience, building habits, how we've tried to do it in the past or how we've struggled. And then how this book has like mm-hmm. been helping
0: us. Yeah. I also didn't realize that there was such a science and system to making habits i just kind of just thought that every habit was different or that like and like every person is different but like really this exact same method could be applied to everything and everyone for the most part and he has like so much research to back it up Mm -hmm. like it's pretty obvious yeah like i feel like the information it's not that it just seems really backed up but also just feels true yeah it does it's like you hear
1: it and you're like yep that it makes Mm -hmm. exact sense of like why I do that thing why I have that bad habit or how I formed that good habit it's like you you do think when you're trying to make a habit you're like there's all these things oh you need to do it for 21 days oh you just need to do it no matter what get up every day and do it it's like okay yeah you could do that but ultimately if you aren't following these four laws of behavior change not it doesn't have to be like you don't have to read this book but it's a great place to start but Once you read it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm not Mm going to keep a habit if I'm not doing some of these things. And instinctively, we know a lot of those things. Mm -hmm. A lot of these steps that come into that. But he just lays it out super well in a way that's easy to understand, A. And B, really, like, resonates somehow. Or at least
0: it did with me. Mm -hmm. And easy to follow, I think. Mm -hmm. He makes it, like, he gives, like, really clear examples of, like... (gasps) Clear. Oh. (laughs) Sorry. yes exactly he gives very clear examples of <laughs> ways like, that I'm you can sue you <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: absolutely <laughs> suing you if if you weren't suing us before you're suing us now sorry um, james sorry sue me wait don't <laughs> that's the opposite of the point i'm trying to make. and i just want to say like the one thing that really resonated with me was just the name of the book and how he describes it i think i get really overwhelmed with things i get really overwhelmed with like how I'm not the person I want to be and how I'm not like creating these good habits. How I'm, when I do something wrong, I'm like, wow, I'm just overwhelmed that I'm not even like getting to where I want to go. Mm. The whole point of the atomic habit is that it's something really small that you can do right now and every day. And that really small thing can be a source of an immense energy and power. If you didn't know that I have ADHD, I'm pretty sure surprise. by now. Yeah, surprise of ADHD. <laughs> if you can't follow my my thoughts, that's why breaking things down is so helpful to into little pieces because I get overwhelmed extremely easily and I get very distracted very easily. So when you break it down in such small steps, which he does, I feel like that's the only way that I can make a change. And that's really the only way anyone can make a change. But the way that he described it just clicked so much for me Mm -hmm. and is something that I think I've struggled with so much. It's like breaking things down.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll
0: talk about that more later, but yeah
1: the thing I struggle with the most with forming good habits is or breaking bad habits is trouble keeping like my motivation up or or even just trouble being self-disciplined because like as you hear it's like you're not always gonna have motivation like that's pretty Mm -hmm. common thing you hear and so then you have to have that's where self-discipline comes in like you do it anyway but I struggle with both of those things like (laughs) not all the time like I feel like if something needs to get done I will 100% do it like I'm not
0: the kind of person to be like I'm just not but gonna do it but you need it. to but, have accountability
1: yeah that and like some sort of better system that's you know like in the book I mean we'll get into this but in the book he talks about like no one can be motivated all the time no one can be self-disciplined all the time no one can make the right decision all the time so what you have to do is change your surroundings change all these other kind of situations in your environment and in the way you think And then that will make the habits so automatic, you know, good habits that you want to form, that you won't have to constantly be making that decision to Mm -hmm. do the right thing that you want to do or whatever. Because you've already set yourself up to do that. Right. It's like there would be no, there's no reason that you wouldn't because you've created a situation in which that response, that habit is automatic.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't even have to think about it. So yeah.
1: That's something that I struggle with, and that's why I think it's been hard for me to, like, create good habits or break bad habits. Mm -hmm. And then, also, I just feel like I try to do too many at once. And like you were saying, how you're like, I feel like guilty or like you're not. Yeah, you're like, oh my gosh. Like, for example, today I got up and I like had a healthy breakfast, was working, worked out, and then I got super tired and I like fell asleep on my bed for an hour in the middle of the workday, and I woke up and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like such a piece of shit I just like why can't I just work all day or like you know it's something like when I did all this other great stuff that was good for me that feels automatic because it's like yeah those are things I want to do every single day but then I do this one thing wrong and I'm like oh my gosh I'm a terrible person and so I'm trying to like gets
0: in the way of your yeah
1: it's like of your habits just trying to do trying to be good in every area makes it really hard to appreciate the areas that you are doing Mm -hmm. well in because if you're like if one thing isn't perfect, you're like, ugh, I didn't do everything perfectly today. And it's like, okay, sis, like, you didn't have to.
0: Yeah, I struggle with with that a lot, too. And I also struggle a lot with understanding which habits I want to form and understanding which habits I need to break because I have such a hard time with priorities. And it's like, which one do I prioritize first? You know, like, do I prioritize getting on, on a good sleep routine first do I prioritize exercise like what comes first and how many things is working on too many things and right and like
1: what's the right way to do it Mm -hmm. and am I doing it right like especially with exercise and being like healthy eating healthy whatever like I'm constantly thinking like am I doing it right am I doing it right I'm obviously this is a conversation for another episode but it makes it hard to feel the success of small accomplishments when you're Mm -hmm. like trying to be perfect
0: so yeah, exactly. So, yeah, maybe you don't have to be perfect. Maybe you don't have to climb every 14er. Yeah,
1: maybe you don't. Maybe you d- don't have to do yeah. the ones that because you could fall you and die.
0: Yeah, maybe if you climb all the 14ers, you'll die. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you shouldn't be perfect. Maybe you don't. Maybe that leaves you room to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, for some reason, a giant part of this podcast, uh, I wouldn't say giant. I'd say, like, an inch or two of this podcast was cut out. I don't know how that happened exactly, but I wanted to sum up for you what we said or in that minute or two that we missed because it was pretty key to understanding the next parts. We talked about how getting a little bit better every day by doing habit, these habits that you outline for yourself will ultimately get you to be 37 times better by the end of the year, if you get better every single day. That's what James Clear says in his book. And then and then we discussed how there was this graph that shows you how progress works. And a lot of people think that progress is just like a straight increase, a straight line on a graph increasing upwards. That's not necessarily how progress works. In fact, that's usually not how progress works. It's usually more of a slope up and it may seem like you should be somewhere, but really sometimes you don't break through that wall until you get to a certain point. This happens with like a lot of overnight successes that you see. Like, oh my God, they were an overnight success. No, you didn't see all the hard work they were putting in and then you saw them break the wall of progress and now you're noticing all of that. Reiterated this example that Clear uses in the book about bamboo, about how in the first like five years of of bamboo growth, it doesn't grow more than like I don't know, like three feet or something like that. And then within six weeks, all of a sudden it shoots 90 feet, which is like two feet a day, which is insane. And that's kind of how progress works. Like um, it's not linear and it comes, success kind of comes out of nowhere. So that's about all that we kind of said in that part. So thank you for sticking with me.
1: Another thing that he points out in this chapter is kind of this graph of how you progress, Mm -hmm. which is it looks more like an exponential curve than a linear, like, line. Yeah. and It's called the plateau of latent potential. Yeah, so it's, like, basically – we might have to, like, put a picture of it, but basically there's, like, if you had a – if you had linear growth that was, like, you were getting results – at the same rate of the passage of time like you got you were getting better every single day and you saw that and it's linear growth that's not really how it happens it happens that would be easier that would be easier and I think because you would have more reward right people would be like oh I'm seeing my progress like take working out for example that's Mm -hmm. like obviously a huge example at first you're not gonna see like major results and then all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm getting all these results. It's going up Mm -hmm. more exponentially than linear. And so there's this cross called like, there's this area between where you think you should be on this linear path and where you are on the exponential path. And you're not where you think you should be, you know, like you're working out for three weeks and you're like, why don't I see any change Mm -hmm. in my body? Why don't I feel better? Why don't I look better it's called it's the valley of, the disappointment. Valley of dis- disappointment yeah, yeah. that's kind of where a lot of people give up they're like mm-hmm. I'm not seeing any progress like what what's the point of even doing this and I think if you he's saying if you just stick with it mm-hmm. just like the bamboo keeps growing and then all of a sudden yep it's, it's grown sh- two, feet up.
0: <laughs> two feet a day imagine or I think how he thinks about this is that when we're disappointed about where we should be and where we actually are it's because we're very results focused and we want to be to this place where like we want to lose this many pounds or we want to be this strong or whatever but he just talks about how if we're doing that if we're so focused on the goals Mm -hmm. then we're gonna stop at that valley of disappointment area exactly and instead we should be focusing on the systems, the systems of making that habit. And then we won't be worried about the valley of disappointment. We'll just be worried about creating the habit. And this is also because, so say you're in a, say we're both Olympic athletes. Okay. And the sport is <laughs> probably curling or something. <laughs> right. Not- the sport
1: is like walking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, there's no way. <laughs> How fast <fazible? laughs> you are, a pretty fast walker, actually. You got places to be, girl. Yeah. Anyways, if we're both Olympians, but I'm the winner and you're the loser, we probably had the same goal to win an Olympic medal, right? What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, I lo- I yeah. this part of the book. But
0: yeah. Yeah, and so the goal, our goals, are not what's, what what differentiate. Oh my god. <laughs> Differentiates. Differentiates losers and winners it's the systems
1: yeah because it's like if if we all if we just both said we want to win the gold medal in curling <laughs> that okay that's our goal it doesn't mean we're gonna get there we can't both win so it has to have something to do with the way you're training mm-hmm. the way you're eating the way yeah. you're sleeping you know it's all these different things it's the systems it's not you can't just say oh i'm setting a goal <laughs> Just assume you're gonna get there, everyone wants to win the Super Bowl,
0: only one team wins, you know right exactly, yeah, and then goals can also I think lead to this unhappy lifestyle, this valley of disappointment because you're it creates an either or conflict he says either you achieve your goal and are successful or you fail and you are a disappointment right and it's so it's like it's it's so binary yeah like you black know? and white it's so black and white and I think that's can be like really dangerous because then you're gonna quit like you know when uh, this has been such a problem for me in the past but it's like I will do a habit and because I don't do it perfectly and I fail one day or I fail one time I just stop all together because so I was like I wasn't perfect yeah well it's same. because I was so focused on the goal and I was thinking so black and white that I wasn't able to keep going yeah after that. you're like I failed I
1: didn't mm-hmm. reach the goal I failed but what he says is that If you are focused on the systems and the implementation of those systems, you will be successful Mm -hmm. whether you quote unquote reach this goal or not, and you will see results whether it's that you've reached that goal or not.
0: And if you're focused on the systems, you probably will reach the goal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he has a great quote. It's one of my favorite quotes in the book. You do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. Wow. So so true. (laughs) So
1: true, bestie. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, Okay. So the last thing I wanted to say about that was, this just popped up in my head, but I saw this thing on Instagram or something the other day that was like, think about whenever you tell someone to watch a show, and I feel like this really resonates with us because we're always trying to recommend shows to people, and shows from the year 2000, you know. <laughs> um, Have you guys seen
0: friends <laughs> you guys this is wait you guys have to guess. see it. it's all white people but <laughs> and they all have way too much money for the jobs that they have in new york but it's great but it's friggin' hilarious <laughs> so
1: basically it says you know when you're telling someone to watch a show and say it's the office and you're like just you just have to get past like the first season especially okay parks that's a big one you just have to get past like the first couple seasons they're not bad but you hit the third season and Ben comes on and it's just like so good Rob Lowe just just fantastic and it gets so much better and you're like you just have to keep watching because it gets so good and you're gonna like fall in love with these characters it's gonna be so great and the the quote whatever I saw was like imagine if you like did that with yourself and you were like yeah it's gonna suck at the beginning Uh like these trying to reach these goals or trying to be the person that you want to be. Um But eventually like, like,
0: you'll be the Roblo you want to be. Exactly. Oh, we're all trying to be Roblo. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to be Roblo. I'm trying to be with Roblo. <laughs> I'm trying to be
1: Roblo. I'm trying to be Roblo. I'm trying to be actually Chris in Parks and Rec. Anyway, it's kind of like that. You're like, just keep watching. It gets so good. It's like, okay, just keep doing that thing. It's going to get so good. So... I thought that was a really good comparison. That is a
0: good comparison. I never thought of it like that. I
1: didn't either. I saw that and I was like, wow, this is like actually something new I'm seeing on the internet. That's wild. So (laughs) we kind of want to just talk about
0: going off of the goal conversation. um, Instead of goals, we said, you know, you want to make systems. But mm -hmm. where where do those systems start?
1: Right, exactly. And so this part of the book really, I mean,
0: every chapter resonated with me somehow or really was just great but he's very good at getting to the point but then also all the examples like even all the anecdotes yeah he I felt like were very useful mm-hmm. and made the the points make sense and he's never just like droned on about things I didn't care no about. it's like always
1: really really interesting I feel like every chapter starts with like some story and then he like talks about the step you can implement or something like that mm-hmm. so something that really resonated with me probably the most yeah in the this whole one book. did with
0: me too I yeah think.
1: it's like just such a this basic idea that you you th- read it and you're like oh my gosh duh basically he talks about these three layers of behavior change, which is outcomes, processes and identity you can either have outcome based habits or identity based habits so basically with an outcome based habit people start the process of changing their habits by thinking about what they want to achieve the outcome they want and then they think okay here's the outcome i want to lose weight okay the process Sorry, is you're shaking
0: your hand like obama <laughs> <laughs> i'm a great public speaker well, you were yeah. saying changing your habits and i'm like yes change, change! <laughs> So oh,
1: sorry. Okay. So okay. So basically, <laughs> I'm doing it again. Okay. <laughs> say that you want to lose weight. That's your outcome. So you mm-hmm. start with that. Then you say, okay, to do that, I need to exercise and eat healthy. That's your process.
0: And then you become. Then
1: you become this healthy, fit person. Yeah, then you're you like, think I'm healthy. Yeah. So you think, okay, if my goal is to lose weight and I eat healthy and work out, I'll become a healthy and fit person. But. The other way is identity-based habits, which not a lot of people do, including me, <laughs> <laughs> and most people, because of course, the first one, that sounds the most logical. I want mm-hmm. to lose weight and be fit and healthy. And now, so, because I've done that, because I'm I, a fit person. Yeah, because I work out and eat healthy, I'm a fit person. But if you do an identity-based habit, you start from the middle of your, you start from the identity layer of behavior change, and you say... I am a fit and healthy person. And
0: then... What are kind of, what kind what of, kind things, of things do things, yeah. healthy and fit people do? Yeah. They work out. They eat healthier. Mm-hmm. And, then, so, and then your results will be that you're a healthy, fit person. Yeah,
1: you will get to that result you want to achieve. So your result will be that you mm-hmm. lose weight. Okay, so say that's... Again, say that's what it is. So if you say, I am a fit and healthy person, then your brain is like okay, if you start to really say that's who I am, that is my identity, I'm a fit and healthy person, you're like, well, I sure should better start acting like it. Yeah. So you're like, okay, I should eat healthy. Like that's what a healthy person would do. I should exercise. Mm-hmm. And then you get to that third layer, that outer layer, which is you, re- you achieve these results. Okay, yeah, you probably lose weight. So again, it's like this resonated with me so much because a lot of times or all the time I will think like, I'm not um, artistic. I'll say that. I'm not artistic. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not really trying to be, but if I were, say I wanted to be like, I could say, I'm not a singer, but I would like really like to sing. I think that'd be fun. But I say all the time, I'm not a good singer. I don't have a good voice. I'm not whatever. I could start saying like, oh yeah, I'm a singer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm a singer. Oh, well, I guess I better start practicing breath exercises. I guess I better start learning pitch and tone and all these different things about singing and then my outcome will be that, like, okay, I'm probably a better singer now than I was because in some mm-hmm. ways, a lot of things, like it talks about in the book, can be learned.
0: Yeah. And I, th- I think, like, a lot of people don't do it this way because it's very vulnerable way mm-hmm. to do it. Like, if, you're, if you say to someone, like, I'm a singer – What if they're like, okay, sing something. (laughs) You're like, like, oh no. Wait, no, I'm not yet. Sorry, I was just being, I was just trying to make a habit.
1: I was just trying something. (laughs) Yeah. So basically a really good example that he gives of this in the book that really drove this point home for me was you imagine two people who are trying to quit smoking and they both are offered a cigarette and the first person says, no thanks, I'm trying to quit. Okay, yeah, great. Good mm-hmm. enough. You're trying to quit. The second person says, "No thanks. I'm not a smoker." Mm-hmm. They don't. They no longer identify as a smoker, and therefore they're not going to take a cigarette. Yeah. Whereas the other person's like, Ooh, "No thanks. Like I'm really trying to quit." Just like if I went to a restaurant and I was trying to eat really healthy, and someone was like, "Do you want to get a plate of cheese, cheese fries?" I'd be like, "No thanks. Like I I just don't typically eat food like that." Instead of saying, no thanks, I'm like trying to lose weight and I'm oh, mm-hmm. really trying not to. It's mm-hmm. like, I actually just, I really don't eat fried foods. I don't know, whatever. You could, whatever you want to say. Right. You, Waitress is you like, assume- I don't care. Do you want it or not? <laughs> you assume this identity and it is vulnerable because you, you want
0: to, you automatically want to be right. like, I'm not that. I'm not that. Oh, I could never be that. We really think our identity is something that is, like, concrete and can't change. And that it's based in we can only change our identity if we change
1: the way, like, we're like, we have to do all these things and then I'll become that person. But you could just say, you could literally just say, I could just say, I'm a singer. Mm -hmm. And then I'd be like, oh, well, you better start acting like it. You better figure out how
0: to, what what would that person Mm do? Yeah, and that's the thing about, like, about being human is that you can change your identity at any time and the only thing that's really getting in the way is you declaring it he says that the word identity was originally derived from the latin word that means being and repeatedly it's literally repeated beingness so it's just whatever you're being is your identity so if yesterday you were like i'm short then today you're like i'm jewish <laughs>
1: i don't know i don't know if that really <laughs> makes them- <laughs> and today that's what i'm being so that's what i am i get yeah i think that like if you just <laughs> say just god damn it jackie
0: obviously it's really hard to change your identity without proof like you need proof of something your beliefs create your identity and we only believe what we see through proof and evidence. And so it's really hard to just be like, I'm a singer and then not do anything to, and then just be like, okay, I'm a singer. That's just like lying to yourself. Right. You, so you have to keep proving it to yourself. Yeah.
1: Like you have this internal response right. that's like, if I am that, I need to do something to, to
0: like, to keep that, prove to, make to, that to make that true. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To make it true. You so don't it,
1: want it to be untrue. Like yeah, instinctively, you don't want it to be untrue. So you're going to, automatically do things to make it true because your Mm -hmm. brain doesn't
0: want to like accept something that isn't that doesn't feel true exactly yeah if you want to like be the person that you want to be with the habits that you want to create you have to like constantly be changing your identity and updating it and and then change your habits to match that identity so you could just say fuck it and not have any habits (laughs) if you wanted to great segue (laughs) (laughs) but, like, that's what I did for a while, it's like, who needs habits, like, I have such trouble forming habits, I've just been like, fuck it, and not formed them, (laughs) but the reason why it's good is because habits are automated processes, and you don't have to use a lot of energy, or to think about them, and to do them, so the more automated everything else is the more time that you have to do things that you actually want to do and like more spontaneous things so it leaves more time for that stuff and it reduces your cognitive load he says yeah so if you want to have a less large load (laughs) make it happen
1: (laughs) goodbye goodbye So, something that I really, like, just, I remember when you brought that up, (laughs) fuck, I literally forgot (laughs) it was, okay, it was, okay, it was that, he talks about how literally at all times, everything that you do, your brain is learning and figuring out a better way and a faster way to do it, like, Mm -hmm. all the time, so, like, when I, I and whenever I read that, I was like, Oh my god, I'm never gonna stop thinking about that. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be thinking about like all the time. But obviously that doesn't happen. <laughs> every time you're, I'm so fast. I did that way faster than last time. So it's just like but I do you I start think,
0: timing everything.
1: <laughs> oh, I cooked so fast. I do think about it sometimes though, because when I was in school for interior design, I had this professor And a big thing that he would always say was like, so when we would be doing projects, there's a lot of like computer based, like graphic kind of stuff. And there were a ton of times where like your file would get corrupted or you would lose all your work or something like super terrible would happen. And he would always, people would be like, I lost my work. Like he'd be like, all right, we have to redo it. Like you have to have something to turn in, you know, like it sucks. But he would always say twice as good, twice as fast. The second time around, it's always going to be twice as good, twice as fast because you've already done it once. So now you know, A, how to do it. You're not going to run into these same problems. And it's going to be twice as good because you're going to come up with better ideas. And that has yet to be proven wrong. Like there were times that I like lost my work and I'd be like, shit, like this is so terrible. It's terrible. It's hours and hours and hours of work you have to make up. But when you're doing it the second time, you're like, okay, I remember how to do that. Okay, that's quick. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Because your brain was remembering like, when you had to figure something out, you did it faster the next time. Every day, your brain is making notes of like, what's a, be- what's a better way to do this? What's a faster way to do this? What's a more efficient way to do this? Like, it's constantly doing that. And that's just so mm-hmm. interesting. Like you said, it, it frees up
0: this cognitive load. <laughs> it seems, honestly, it just seems like Alan Iverson is wrong. What does he say? <laughs> There's just this video. Alan Iverson's a basketball player. Mm-hmm. This one time missed practice and everyone made like a huge deal of it. And there's this video of him going like, you're talking about practice. I missed a practice. And he's just talking about that like that. It's like practice makes you Practices, better, man. That's Come the on, process, Alan, Alan. Those Come are the on, systems. Alan. God, Alan. Pull together. Pull together, Alan. Anyway, so <laughs> there's a process to forming habits, which I think that this is the main idea of the book. And it's for steps of habit forming and if you miss one of these steps it's going to be harder to keep that habit going yes we're just going to run over these pretty quickly i think because they make a lot of sense Mm -hmm. and and we don't need to like yeah we don't want to do a book review yeah like you guys should definitely definitely read this book it's so good so the four simple steps of building a habit are cue craving response and reward okay so what does that mean so the cue is the thing that you see that triggers the habit mm-hmm. or the behavior. It's the thing that predicts the reward and ev- almost anything is a cue, it could be a cue in some way. Here here's a cue. Okay. I see I see my water bottle and the reward is that it quenches my thirst. That's the reward it the cue predicts the behavior of drinking water
1: yes so it's like the cue is seeing your water bottle Mm -hmm. the craving is oh i'm thirsty like
0: you see your water bottle and you're like Mm -hmm. oh i'm really thirsty the cue naturally leads to a craving so Mm -hmm. a cue is something that's connected to something that you crave Mm -hmm. so like a glass of water it makes you think oh i'm i'm thirsty this is what he says is the motivational force behind every habit is the craving it's the motivation behind doing it
1: yeah and I think it's should be said that a lot of times like it's it's almost harder to give examples for like quote unquote good habits like eating healthy it's like it's so much easier to have a cue craving response Mm -hmm. reward with unhealthy eating like okay, your cue is that like it's a you
0: see looking muffin
1: yeah like I'll see like um, pizza ad on Instagram and then my craving obviously is that I want pizza and my response is to order a pizza, my reward is eating the pizza.
0: <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Yeah. It's hard I, I to do not- it for the good for the good stuff. It's definitely doable. It's harder. It's like, but you have to mm-hmm. but you have to
1: understand these four laws in order to either mm-hmm. make a good habit or break a bad habit. And of course good and bad are completely subjective in this situation. Your good habit could be ordering more pizza. I literally don't know. For me, <laughs> it needs to change. <laughs>
0: You're like <laughs> not only someone's my- like I'm trying to eat more pizza.
1: <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, you take it from me. I'll help you out with that. Yeah, really easily.
0: Yeah, and I think it's important to know that a craving is just linked to this desire to change your internal state. So my internal state with a water bottle is I'm thirsty, or when you see a pizza, it's I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. That's your internal state. That you want to change and so that's why you have that craving and uh, the first two cue and cravings are part of the problem phase and then so then you head into the solution phase and that's the response and the reward the response is what you do to kind of solve that craving it's the actual thing that you perform it's the action you take the purpose of the reward is to satisfy that craving and kind of complete the habit loop. Mm -hmm. Which then like once you
1: get the reward it triggers the cycle to start again because
0: now that you've gotten a reward from that next time you see the cue you're going to want that reward again. Right. Also you might be motivated by that reward because you're like oh that reward was good so I want it again next time. Mm -hmm. So these four steps James Clear turned it into four laws. Yeah. So that those four steps are just
1: basic factual science. That's how almost anything gets done in your life. Everything you do in your life is based off of these four things, especially every habit. The way you can use these four steps or four laws to your advantage for the cue, we'll just start with that. You want to, if you're trying to form a good habit, you want to make that cue obvious. So for example, with the water, you want to keep a water bottle around. Like That catches your eye. That's out. Yeah, it's out. It's not, it's not hidden. It's not out of sight, out of mind. You keep a water bottle. Mm-hmm. You keep it with you. You keep it on your counter or on mm-hmm. your desk at work. That's your cue. You make it obvious. It's there mm-hmm. all the time. And you're always seeing it.
0: One thing that's interesting um, that I just realized is I, I put a sticker on my water bottle recently, and it has made it more eye catching, and so I've been drinking more water because it's more mm-hmm. eye catching. Yeah, it's like something new yeah. too.
1: Mm-hmm. On the opposite side of that, if you are trying to break a bad habit, you want to make that cue invisible. Mm-hmm. So, say I'm trying to eat less pizza. Say you're trying to drink less water. Well, don't go near we're not, any leaks. Yeah, we we don't condone drinking less water, but <laughs> say you want to eat less pizza. That's that's my bad habit. You want to make it invisible. So for me, I just wouldn't go down the frozen pizza aisle at the store, which is what I do a lot. I'm just like, I'm not even going to go down that aisle because if I see it, I'm just going to be like, well, I could just get one for when I don't want to cook or something like, but I could just not go down that aisle and get all the other stuff and have plenty of other food to cook. And then it's not
0: in my freezer. I'm not going to get it. You want to make that thing invisible. Okay, so for cues, there's two important things that I think you should keep in mind. One is that to understand what cues are being triggered or like how to trigger a cue if you want to form a habit, you need to understand what your habits are right now and become aware over time of what am I doing all the time. He says it's a good idea to make a list of all the habits you're doing and which ones you want to acquire. Mm -hmm. And then you can be aware of the ones that you're doing um, and what the cues are. You can kind of break it down. So one of the reasons I don't fold my laundry is because it's in the dryer, so I don't see it and it's invisible. A cue could be like keeping the dryer beep on loud, and that beep is my cue to go get my laundry and fold it immediately. Um, or like
1: putting it somewhere
0: where like you have to fold it, right? Like like on the bed, on your bed, where you're like, night. okay,
1: I have to. You know what though? I'll just start on the floor. I'll start on the floor too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take honestly, honestly,
0: because I have roommates, if I put it somewhere like,
1: in on, the the couch room, or something. like on the couch,
0: then I'm going to be like, I need to immediately fold this because if I don't, my roommates are going to think I'm a slob mm-hmm. that leaves her clothes on the couch. Anyway, so another part of cues is that if you notice what the cues are for your habits, you can start habit stacking, which is a good way to build a new habit. It's where you identify a current habit that you already do every day and then you stack a new habit on top of it. With a cue, you, what you usually do is you pair a habit with a particular time and location. So you're like, okay, every, every day at 5 o'clock, I eat a bar of chocolate after work because I am craving sugar, right? But with habit stacking, you would actually identify that habit and you would stack another habit on top of it. I want to eat a second chocolate <laughs> bar after work. I'm just kidding. Um, no, you could be
1: like, okay, I want to eat this chocolate bar after work. That's my habit that I do every single day. But while I eat that, I'm also going to like read a chapter of a book. Right, or something. exactly. Like another yeah. thing that you want to do. Right,
0: and that's probably not great because you probably don't want to keep that habit of eating a chocolate bar after work yeah. every day. But, but then eventually if you, you already like, have that habit, you might as well stack on top right, of it. Right,
1: like it's something... Something that I learned both in this book and from this like health book I was reading or something, think of something that you want to do and then think of the thing that you need to do. So it talks about it in this book and I've seen it in other places. Like for me, something that I've implemented for, for an example for habit stacking is I really like getting pizza. I just freaking love pizza. If that's not clear, <laughs> I, I don't know how to make it any more clear. So you stack those things together mm-hmm. with the thing that you want to do and the thing that you should do. Like Some people will do, like, I always want to watch a show. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you can only watch a show if you're doing push-ups. Or something. You know, right, like, whatever. Or if you're
0: running on the treadmill. Yeah, the or, or if first, like you're folding your laundry. Episode- exactly, fold your laundry. Mm-hmm, One last <laughs> thing that I wanted to say about making the cue invisible is that this seems kind of counterintuitive because of things like the D.A.R.E. program when you're a kids. It's like, look at these drugs. Don't do these drugs. But they've actually done research of like when showing pictures of black and lungs to smokers, it leads to higher in- levels of anxiety, which drives many people to reach for a cigarette. Yeah. So- well, if you think about <laughs> D.A.R.E., like I didn't even know I didn't know any any of those drugs drugs. yeah or I learned about drugs from dare when they should have just made it invisible right I like and I think there's like
1: something to be said about like exposure like you shouldn't obviously in those situations like you shouldn't shelter in my opinion I mean because if you don't know
0: what the drugs are how can you say no right (laughs) but it's like
1: you it it creates this curiosity in mm-hmm. kids' minds. And it's just oh I mean a lot of things where they're like, Oh, I now I know what heroin is. Like I would have I mean, I would have known eventually and I guess I don't know, maybe cut this out, but you know what I mean? It's just fucking weird. Yeah, it is fucking weird. It's dare like, is not a good program. Dare to be drug free? I can't believe we, we all couldn't grew up with me. that. <laughs> <laughs> dare to be drug free. Let's make that our merch. Dare to be drug free on the front, couldn't be me on
0: the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly a really confusing program because you are like dare like do you dare me to do drugs? Right. The message
1: is confusing. I think it's dare dare to be drug free is like the dare. Right. But it's like, oh, you're going to be so different if you're drug free. It's like, not, what does dare kids stand are, for? Drugs like,
0: are really edible. <laughs> <laughs> really entertaining. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what it stands exactly. for. Exactly.
1: And you should know it or else drug it's awareness. not useful. Oh, I think it's like drug and alcohol, something, something. Okay. So do we want to go into craving. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next one is craving in the way you can utilize the craving to form good habits, break bad habits is to either make it attractive or make it unattractive on the other side. So if you want to crave something like water, okay, get a new water bottle that you like, put a sticker on your water bottle that you like. Um, Make make your water
0: bottle really cute.
1: Yeah, exactly. On the other hand, if you make it unattractive, you will do it less. Yeah.
0: Say like, like if you're put a picture of Steve Buscemi on top of your pizza.
1: Yeah, I guess that could be something. So I guess those were words. Um, (laughs) Something you could do is like, if you're trying to become vegan, like you really want to eat vegan, you could like watch those movies about like, how how terrible, yeah, about like how about terrible like, they treat the cows
0: and Yeah, and like and, showing them like
1: butchering them, like, sure, I don't want to eat meat after that. Yeah, you got me there. So that's a way to be like, okay, make mm-hmm. it really unattractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. What what do you have to say about that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's what I have to say about it. So dopamine is a very big part of how we crave things and how habits form and complete the loop. So It's actually really important to know that the anticipation... Anticipation. (laughs) Anticipation. Pushes up glasses. (laughs) It is the anticipation of a reward, not the fulfillment of it, that gets us to take the action. Totally. Yeah. So you get a little bit of a dopamine spike when you see the cue. The reason
1: that you crave something is because you want that reward that final part of the loop is you want to get that reward. Not only are you craving something because you want the reward and you're going to get the reward, you're also anticipating it. So, for example, like you I'll get excited for like the other day I knew that I was going out with some girlfriends to like go day drink and just like have a fun girls day and I probably got just as much excitement out of the anticipation of it like being so excited to just like go have such a fun girls day and like have a drink or whatever like you get excited to like have the drink like whenever someone's like oh we're gonna do a happy hour I'm like oh my gosh that sounds so fun you know like people Mm -hmm. get excited about that kind of thing before they even have the drink before they even get to the happy hour it's like you're just getting so excited about it then you get the reward of like okay yeah actually I am going out to this happy hour and having a drink Mm -hmm. and it's like still good but like all day at work you're anticipating it and getting so excited and like I think that that's interesting to think about with Mm -hmm. not only do you feel that release of dopamine when you get the reward you also feel it when you anticipate it
0: right and that and that's also like temptation Mm
1: -hmm. to do
0: certain things that you want to do like go out with your friends like that and so in the book he makes a great point of like there's a lot of things we are tempted to do like go out with our friends and drink and so a great thing to do is bundle that temptation with a habit that we need to do that we kind of have a hard time feeling the dopamine of the reward or anticipating that Mm -hmm. dopamine from the reward you want to start doing the thing that you want to do and then do the thing that you need to do after it so like if you pull out your phone then after it you do like 10 push-ups but then eventually you want to switch it so that you do 10 push-ups and then you check your phone and so that way you'll look forward to doing push-ups because you get to check your phone and not dreading checking your phone because you do ten push-ups. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, like the whole the whole point is to make is to make a habit as attractive as possible. So if you combine it with something that you love to do, like checking your phone or getting pizza or something like that, then you can make it more tempting and then want to do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the next step
1: that we talked about is the response. So that's, again, like what you do in response to that craving, what action are you gonna take? So if you want to use this to your advantage to build a good habit, you will make it easy. Make the response easy, whatever that is. So if the response is you see the water bottle, drink water, Okay, you make that really easy by keeping your water bottle full. You make that really easy by having a water bottle with a straw. Something like, it could be the tiniest things, but like for me, just as an example, I don't want to have to screw the lid off of a water bottle, Mm -hmm. drink out of it, and then screw it back on. That sounds so stupid, but if I can just flip something up and like suck out of a straw, I'm going to do it way more Totally. Yeah, because
0: I used to have a hydro flask, and screwing the top, and then it would like, the top would like hit you in the face because it was connected. Mm Mm-hmm. Or... Like it was, Nalgene. Yeah. it just it was just, or like you dump a bucket of water on your face mm-hmm. every time you drink a Nalgene. Right. So you're it's like, super nice to your I don't brain, want to.
1: it's like, you're not in your, in your head consciously. You're not like, I don't want to take a drink out of that because I don't want to unscrew the top. But right. your brain subconsciously is like, like mm. eh, not that you know? easy. You're yeah, just like, totally. Ugh. But if so, you just like have a straw, you flip it up and you drink out of it. Mm-hmm, totally. That's just like the simplest thing, but your brain's going to make that connection. Like, okay, it's easy. I'm going to do it. So. The, on the reverse side of that, if you're trying to break a bad habit, we're trying you want to make drink it less water. No, get you're an trying analogy. to eat less pizza. <laughs> stay on, stay on message. <laughs> we're trying to eat less pizza. We're gonna make it hard. Okay, so you delete all your food delivery apps okay mm-hmm. it just got oh, that's good it just got like five that. times harder to order order food in general ordering food right. is a
0: bad habit that i have it's really easy to order pizza though i feel like yeah it is you can just call but like because they're the, like the number one kind of place that delivers i'm yeah. sorry i'm making it so easier So you delete for you. okay so say you have the number uh-huh. you delete the number i don't have
1: pizza number, you but say, have all the pizza numbers I saved. Would, saved i should you at this point but you make it you harder. know it by
0: heart or you say like <laughs> how do you how do you make it hard if you know it
1: by heart <laughs> so you um say I made a rule for myself that if I have if I want pizza I have to walk there and pick it up okay that just made it five times harder also you make it harder and harder to the point where you're like Ugh, I don't want to do it it's too hard I'm just gonna eat at home even eating out like you make it hard okay siphon <laughs> all
0: the gas out of your car <laughs> break your we're legs not, damn angry. walk <laughs>
1: It's sometimes if you're if you're gonna make something hard, you have to like
0: go out of your way. Right, you can't just like. He says that for some habits, it's it's good to like keep yourself accountable with someone someone's help or have someone else keep you accountable. Yeah. Like, if you were like, every time I order pizza, I'm I have to give Jackie half of yeah. it. Yeah,
1: or like I can only order it using like a card that someone else can see like the activity on it or something you know like like, Uh if you do that you're gonna be like I really don't want to do that and it's just like even I mean I'm not addicted to pizza I just like I should say that
0: (laughs) it's not I'm on the verge (laughs) it's an addiction (laughs) or one of the more like effective ways to make it easy is to reduce all of the obstacles when you're practicing that and he calls this like practicing environment design so like if you want to join a gym pick a gym that's like right on the way home from work like where Mm -hmm. you barely have to have to get off of an exit at all like you don't have to go out of your way at all you already have your stuff in your car Mm -hmm. like make as little of an obstacle as possible um if you really want to get in the obstacle of Uh, cooking a healthy breakfast, leave all of the utensils that you need right out so that in the morning you can just grab the food and start making it. Yeah, it's like you see it out on the counter and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do that. I I do this thing where I pull out all of the stuff that I'm going to use in the morning, like all the products on my face, like moisturizer moisturizer and stuff, and put them in a line Mm -hmm. so that when I wake up, I just do them because you yeah, are right there. because you're like, it's right there. And then there. I, as I put them away, it gets cleaner. And so that's kind of like a reward.
1: Right. And it's like the fact that you even did, like the fact that the night before you were like, I'm going to blend up all this stuff and I'm going to do it in the morning. When you wake up, you're like, yeah, I should really do that. Like last night, me had the right idea. I'm going to
0: keep that train going. Yeah, it's called the law of least effort. And, love that. Because <laughs> I feel like we really are just trying to do as little as possible yeah like we're trying to right. make these good habits
1: easier and the bad habits harder and that's really kind of the basic gist of it
0: and also it's easier to continue doing something than start doing something from nothing like i mean i'm an object in motion stays in stays motion in motion everyone so, always gives
1: me shit when i say
0: that they're like oh what no, you but physics it's so professor? I'm it's like, Just start doing something. I'm sure there's way more to that. (laughs) What kind of physics class are they taking? Um, This is one of the best things that that I think came out of this book. It's called the two minute rule. When you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. And I know that sounds crazy, but it really works because the hardest part of, like, say, losing weight is starting the habit of working out. It's not actually the working out, I feel like. Like when you go to the gym or like when I go to the gym, I'm like, this actually feels pretty good. It's Mm -hmm. okay. It wasn't that hard, you know? It's starting the habit. It's not letting myself doubt. It's keeping up that motivation and discipline. So the two-minute rule kind of is is his defense against that. So instead of saying like, okay, I want to be a reader – and you say, I want to read before bed each night, instead of saying that, just do, what's two minutes? One page. I'm going to read one page every night. And yeah, obviously it's going to take you a fucking year to finish a book, but the whole point is that eventually you're going to scale your goal from very easy to very hard. So eventually, you know, that one page is going to turn into... A few pages into a chapter into multiple chapters into all of a sudden you're reading half a book a night because you love reading and it's a habit and every time you lay in bed you start reading it's just so simple to start a habit if you only think of it in two minute intervals mm-hmm. um, instead of doing 30 minutes of yoga he says just take out your yoga mat uh, instead of folding your laundry just fold one pair of socks instead of running three miles just tie your running shoes start with the very easiest thing that only takes two minutes do it every day for a couple days a couple weeks you will want to do more
1: yeah because you see how easy it is to start and even you know you're laying in bed and you're like i just can't bring myself to get up and do the thing i need to do like i know i have a sink full of dishes but i just don't want to do it if you were just to say i'm just gonna do two minutes of dishes that's it just the act of getting up and starting it, you're going to do the whole sink. You're going to yeah. do it because you're there. Yeah. And if you really can't, okay, you did two minutes worth right. of dishes. So that's it's better good. than doing nothing. Yeah. And so yeah. you'll and feel
0: better. Like now you're up. Now you're going to just right, finish them exactly. probably, you know? Another good reason to do this is because it reinforces that identity that you're trying to secure. So like at the beginning we said, okay, Nicole is a singer. If she just for two minutes every day just practice breathing – it reinforces that identity like oh i'm a singer you yeah, know like i practice I do breathing these exercises. exercises yeah so every day you're reinforcing that identity and the more pride you have in that identity and the more times that you do that habit the more you're going to want to continue it and then do more mm-hmm. on top of it yeah so you're standardizing before you optimize love that yeah me too.
1: so the final flaw is the reward and the way to optimize this reward for breaking a bad habit or forming a good habit is to make it satisfying or unsatisfying so if you want to build a good habit you make the reward super super satisfying Mm -hmm. if you like ice cold water you that's the thing that like quenches your i know that's the worst couldn't even can't believe i even said that but if the thing (laughs) that quenches your thirst is like good cold water only keep cold water in your water bottle then you'll know the reward of drinking that water is going to be so satisfying. You're going to feel so hydrated and your thirst is going to be quenched. Basically, you want to make it super satisfying or make it really unsatisfying. So, say you're trying to stop eating pizza. Order literally the worst pizza you could ever think of and then you're like, "Ugh, that wasn't that good. Like maybe I won't maybe I won't do that again," you know? Or like, I just eat freaking gluten-free pizza all the time. You would think I would hate it by now, but here we are. So, basically what he says is what is rewarded is repeated what is punished is avoided. So if you are rewarding something, your reward is satisfying, you're going to want to do that thing again. If your reward is unsatisfying or you're like, I did this action and I didn't feel good afterwards. I didn't have that spike of dopamine. I don't really want to do that again. If you make it unsatisfying, it is going to feel like Ooh, I'm gonna avoid that next time. Like, that's actually not it it takes work. You can't just be like, I'm gonna be unsatisfied with like an amazing pizza. Like, okay, no, you have to you might have to try something different. You might have to take a new approach. You might have to I don't know. I honestly don't know. I'm I'm gonna probably order pizza right now. But
0: <laughs> we're talking about it too much.
1: I know, we're talking about it too much.
0: They're coming to get you. <laughs> oh <my> god. Stop <laughs> Goodbye. ordering. Too much pizza talk in this episode. To kind of elaborate on that a little bit. I think that we sometimes forget to give ourselves the reward with habits because there's not an immediate reward for a lot of habits like exercise, say. You kind of have to create an immediate reward and so one of these one of the ways he says that you can do that is create a habit tracker and every time you work out put like, you know, a gold star on the calendar or on the mm-hmm. tracker and it feels very satisfying to track things and also that immediate satisfaction will make you want to do it again. Mm-hmm. Maybe every time you work out or pull out your yoga mat, you say, okay, I get to watch an episode of TV or something like that. Like, yeah. make sure that there is some sort of immediate reward, even if it is small, because otherwise you're not going to want to do it again. If you there's a habit that you want to break, make sure that you make it kind of painful and even public if you... Do that habit by using these four steps
1: of habit forming or breaking through the cue, craving, response, and reward. You can basically form or break any habit that you want to. Obviously, James Clear goes so much more in depth with these and gives a lot of examples and research and all these different things in the book. Like, these are just kind of the main things he talks about, like we said at the beginning. So We definitely recommend reading this book. This is like really one of the, to me, this is like one of the most helpful books I've read because I do have a hard time with
0: forming good habits. I I have such a hard time. In fact, I have very few habits. And the way that it's really helped me understand my habits is that because I don't really have very many, because I have such a hard time forming them, there are, I need to identify things that, are true every day which there's not that many actually but I need to build on top of those so one thing that I know is true every day is that when I wake up I'm going to pee okay <laughs> I can habit stack on that knowledge that I know I pee every day I can start building a habit right after that and then stack a habit on that and on that and that right mm mm-hmm. I think like for me habit stacking and the two minute rule have really come in handy because I don't have a lot of habits to stack on so I can build a bunch of new habits at once by stacking them on each other. The two minute rule has really come in handy because I've been trying to get back into climbing and it's really hard. It's honestly a very hard physical strength thing. And with, it, with the first two minutes while I'm warming up, I'm like, I don't think I have it today. I kind of just want to go home. It's really nice that I have someone there to keep me accountable. I go with my boyfriend and he says, just try one more. Just try one more and mm-hmm. see if you're okay. And then when I try that next one, it's easier. And when I try another one, it's easier. And so having that accountability partner is helpful. And also just saying that if I do just one more, which will take two minutes, mm-hmm. then I could, I might get into it yeah and I it better yeah 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 so those two have really helped me implement habit more habits into my daily life what about you um yeah
1: I would say well the the thing like I was talking about before that really stuck with me was the identity-based habit forming which really stuck with me because I think I'm someone who struggles with Identity Like, who am I? Who do I want to be? Like, there's so many different things that I want to be or want to do and think, oh, I could never or like, I can't do that or I'm not that kind of person. And that's a huge barrier to me doing things that I want to do. And so now that I'm kind of getting this idea in my head of like, you could just be that person. You could just say, I'm a healthy, fit person who takes care of my body, moves my body and puts good, nutritious food into my body, that's the kind of person I am, okay, now I'm going to do those things, mm-hmm. and like, or I could say, you know, I'm someone who doesn't procrastinate, I get things done when they need to get done, and I get them done, I get a work assignment done when I'm, when I, when it comes up, I don't procrastinate it, I don't put it off because it's going to be hard, like, I'm someone who just tackles it and gets it done, okay, well, now I have to start implementing the habits the processes the actions that make me that kind of person and I could say that about literally anything about becoming a singer I could say oh I'm a singer now okay well now I have to do those things or I could say I am a cook okay now I'm gonna have to learn a lot more about cooking and read the book that you're talking about and all these different things it's like there's just getting over that barrier of saying oh I can be whatever I want to be Just because I'm not that thing right now, just because I haven't been that person in the past, doesn't mean I can't decide today that I want to be that kind of a person and then do the things that that type of a person would do. You don't have to complete all these steps and all these milestones to become that person. You can become that person and in doing so, you will complete those steps Mm -hmm. and milestones and goals. So... That's just been something that I've been thinking about when I maybe I don't feel like doing something. I don't feel like cooking a healthy breakfast. I don't feel like working out. I'll be like, yeah, but I'm like a healthy, fit person, so I should do that because that's what someone like that would do. You know, you're just like, even though it's almost like a "fake till you make it kind mm-hmm. of thing where you're like, well, if I want to be this kind of a person, what would that person do? Or if I'm out to eat and I want to get, you know, the most unhealthy thing on the menu, I'll be like, what would a healthy person do? If I was out to eat with my healthiest friend, she would get something that was good for her, that was nutritious for her body. And I'm going to do the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that's just one example. That's not my only (laughs) goal, but I think that's one that a lot of people struggle with. And it's something that I've struggled with. And,
0: and it's, and it doesn't work if you're like, I'm not a healthy person. Right. Right. At your core, you feel that way. Yeah,
1: exactly. You're like, Oh, I'm just like not healthy. I don't eat healthy. It's like,
0: or, okay, I, you're not I going, do going to actually then actually eat healthy, if right. you say
1: I'm a healthy eater. Right. If you resign yourself to an identity that you don't like just because of the things that you do that
0: aren't great in your opinion, you know, mm-hmm. it's
1: you're just gonna keep yeah. doing that thing. Yeah. yeah if because, you say you're I mean, that thing, nothing, you are.
0: nothing changes if nothing changes and right. nothing will change if you Think the same if you way you keep assuming yeah. that identity that mm-hmm. you don't even like. If yeah. You don't
1: like your identity, say, I'm not that person anymore. I'm not a smoker. You know, it's not, I'm trying to quit. It's, I'm not a smoker. No, thank you.
0: Yeah.
1: So easy because why would I ever take a cigarette? I'm personally, I'm not a smoker. Right. I wouldn't accept a cigarette if someone was like, Hey, do you want a cigarette? I'd be like, Oh, no, thanks. I don't smoke. Super easy to do because that's my yeah. identity. That's how I identify. Of course, right. That's not to say that it's not. A hard thing to break and also it's not to but that's say that you that's can gonna just, make it easier right you you start to assume that identity and then you say okay it's a little bit easier for me to avoid these things oh mm-hmm. I'm not someone who say you want to be a vegan I'm not someone I don't eat meat no thank you okay that's so much easier than saying, oh, I'm really trying not to eat it.
0: Oh, like I'm are trying to become vegetarian. Yeah, you're like, like... just cut out the excuses and just be like, this is who I this am. This
1: is who I am. And it's, you know, that can be... That's It's obviously all up to the person. None mm-hmm. of these things are good or bad or right or wrong. It's who you want to be. And so I think diving headfirst into that identity is kind of a great place to start and knowing that you can become any type of person that you want to be just by believing that you are and when you believe that you are you're going to then take the steps to to become that person so we posted some questions on our stories about habits and asking you guys a few different questions about you know one thing that you do every day and the worst habit that's like hard to break and things like that so we want to go through and answer those questions ourselves just super quickly and then read some of your responses and just discuss a little bit about those as like our ending segment. So we will be right back with that. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> we'll be right back with that. <laughs> okay. We are back to read everyone's responses to the questions that we posted. But first we are going to, to share our answers to these and kind of like how we feel about them. So the three questions we asked were, what's one thing or habit you do every day that you swear by? In your opinion, what is the hardest bad habit to break? And then what is the best habit you formed during quarantine or COVID that you want to carry forward? So we'll start with the first one. What's one thing or habit you do every day that you swear by? Jackie? I'm peeing. Okay, that's just a bodily function.
0: (laughs) I, I mean, I don't. He's like, I have to get in a better habit of of having habits, letting my urine go out (laughs) of my body. Yeah, the habit that I think that makes my day better if I do it without fail is. Listen to a podcast that puts me in a good headspace that I know is going to put me in a good headspace. This could be anything, it doesn't even have to be a podcast. It could be like a video, um, some sort of music, an audiobook of some sort, or just like reading something. But if you read something or listen to something that makes you have kind of a fresh outlook on the day, that in an outlook that's not tainted by the day before it or the week before it, I think that it kind of sets me up to be like, anything could happen today. Not that I'm going to have a good day, but just that anything could happen today. And that feels more like authentic to me than being like, I'm going to have a great day today. Because then if something goes wrong, I feel extremely disappointed that mm-hmm. it's not a perfect day. But if I'm just like, the day is the day. Yeah. Um, so I the podcast I like to listen to is called Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Funnily enough, I don't make my bed during it or at all. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Sometimes Ever. I do, like half of the time. But I do listen to it on the way to work every day. and Or I listen to like an audiobook. book. The podcast is only five minutes long. So after I'll listen to like an audiobook, that kind of like lifts me up. And I really feel like it just puts me in a good headspace right before I get to work where I'm, like, relaxed and, like, kind of inspired, almost. hmm Yeah. Yeah,
1: I like that. Yeah, what about you? Um, what about me? Something I do every day that I swear by that I do every day. I definitely always get up and have, like, a matcha or something. I guess that's, like, same as people just being, like, oh, I drink coffee. But... I wouldn't say I'm like, oh, I swear by that. I guess I would say like just having a morning routine and a night routine, like those obviously are kind of vague, but just getting up, if I don't do some sort of routine in the morning, like today I woke up 10 minutes before I really needed to like get on and start working and I didn't wake up in time to do a lot of things that I like to do in the morning, like work out, make a healthy breakfast, like all these things. I just like needed to get on and start working and in those 10 minutes I was like I have to do something to separate my sleep from my work and waking up and like just starting to work is not productive so Mm -hmm. I was like okay I'm at least going to make my bed and like have some sort of breakfast and then I'll start working so that I'm not just rolling out of bed and starting to work but with work from home it is hard to be like oh there's a separation or I have a morning it's like you Mm -hmm. could literally just roll and roll over and open up your laptop so And then having a nighttime routine just helps me, like, wind down. And those are, like, kind of generic, obviously. But I try to do those things every day and, like, have... Instead of just... I mean, there's a lot of times where I'm, like, I'm just tired. I just want to go to bed. But, you know, you're, like, I'll just brush my teeth and go to bed. But when you do
0: those things, they really Yeah,
1: like, once you really, like, okay, I'm going to maybe, like, stretch. I'm going to do, like, a real really good face, skincare routine, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I would say, yeah, morning and night, like, routines, whatever it is. Just, like, something. That's kind
0: of true for me, too, because you don't want to feel like the only thing you did that day was work, Mm -hmm. you know?
1: Yeah. Overwhelmingly, the number one answer we got to this was make your bed, Mm -hmm. which totally, like, definitely helps me, but just as a, that was, like, my main, I mean, for me, that was my main response that I got, but. My main
0: response was masturbate. No way. Yes. Dang. But, and I also got like smoking weed for,
1: I don't know if I got that. Maybe like my friends aren't that cool.
0: (laughs) Just kidding. I just, all my friends masturbate and smoke weed. That's all they do, I guess.
1: I got like some funny, like kind of like funny random ones, obviously making your bed, making my bed gets me started off, starts off the day right. My friend said, Cheyenne said coffee, and then she also said it for what's the hardest bad habit to break, <laughs> drinking coffee.
0: It's a hob- habit you swear by and you... Yeah, and you, you won't swear break. you want to break that. That's literally her. Mm-hmm. Someone said drinking approximately 10 cups of water a day is life-changing, and I'm just okay. interested at, at that. 10 cups, like, what okay, here's do?
1: my question. What's when people say, "What does a cup? drink?" eight cups of water a day i'm like is it an actual measured cup or is that just like a glass of water which is like yeah. a pint which is like two measured cups
0: 10, <laughs> ten pints i or need ten, to know i need it i need to know too we got meditate and like self-care mm-hmm. a lot and i think that kind of like changes what day-to-day what self-care is but yeah then, can i read my favorite answer yeah it was colin who said listen to this podcast i know i saw that <laughs> we love him when's I he coming you. on
1: those are all of them. So the next question we asked was, in your opinion, what is the hardest bad habit to break?
0: What is, what is the hardest bad okay. habit for you to break? For me,
1: it is simply... Existing. Mm-hmm. I'm so <laughs> sick of existing. I need to break that <laughs> habit real bad. No, um, it's procrastinating overwhelmingly the biggest thing that stops me from doing a lot of things that i want to do is just procrastinating them or or not like keeping promises to myself like i'm like i'm definitely gonna get up and work out in the morning and
0: some mornings i do and
1: other mornings i'm like i don't feel like it
0: mine is going to sleep too late there's so much i want to accomplish in the day and i lose steam at like 9 p.m. to Mm -hmm. do any of it and then I'm like I can't do anything but I still haven't finished everything I want to do for the day so I can't like I'm in this weird limbo where I just don't want to go to sleep Mm -hmm. and it's so hard to just be like just go to sleep and do it tomorrow and then because I stay up later I have I'm tired for the next day and I can't do as much so Mm -hmm. it's such a bad habit that affects like everything and I'm slowly fixing it but it's really hard especially with a boyfriend I feel like yeah yeah that just reminded me of what mine probably is
1: which is um what, having to like watch a show to fall asleep it's not good for your sleep I don't watch it I put it on and it just pl- I'll put it on my nightstand on my phone and it just plays the nice thing actually about doing that though is that if you put on a show on your phone you can't be on your phone mm. <laughs> and so you have to like lay down and probably fall asleep a little bit faster but in general tv isn't good so lately I've been trying to listen to a podcast which is like not much better because it's still sound but it's a little better because there's not the light and Mm -hmm. like there's not some sort of like storyline that you're trying to keep up with or like different characters it's like one or two voices I don't know but another one that I just thought of I'm like I have so many bad habits is I always have something playing I don't know if that's a bad habit but I think it's good to like let yourself think I do it because out of habit for like anxiety I would never want to like be alone with my thoughts for too long because I would go into a panic attack or something and now it's like I live alone I don't really like it to be silent like I like to hang out with my friends who are um, podcast hosts and characters of shows (laughs) who I don't know (laughs) both any and I'm just like I want to have these people talking so that I don't feel alone or I want to have music playing so that I don't have to like actually think what I'm thinking or feel what I'm feeling but I think it's good sometimes to like really just like sit in silence how often do any of us just sit in silence and like let ourselves think I don't know I'm trying to be better about that so some of the answers we got go ahead I don't have it up yet what are some of the answers you got
0: my brother was Was so alike oh the one who was on or the the one one? who was the one who was on Jeremy said sleep schedule the same as me Oh yeah, like, we just have the same bad habit, and you're like, mm, I wonder what caused that. My mom who goes to sleep at three a.m. every night. Um, someone said cookies, same girl, um, <laughs> and yeah, snoozing the alarm. I feel like a lot of them. Oh yeah, I got setting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Setting a lot of them alarms. are sleep related. I think yeah. Someone said being impulsive as well. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
1: I saw DoorDash. That is my bad habit. We we I mean we talked about the pizza thing, but. It's ordering food. It's so stupid. I live in downtown Denver. I could literally go pick something up. Anything. And you're right in the center. In like five minutes, ten minutes max, and yet I order it and pay double. At the minimum, I pay mm-hmm. double. Because I'm just like yeah, a lazy motherfucker. Like... I don't know. Yeah. A lot of it's so our... hard. Final question is what is the best habit that you formed during quarantine or COVID that you want to carry forward? I think the main thing that I started doing during COVID was making time for the things that I wanted to do because all of a sudden you're working from home and you have like all this new flexibility and in in some people's cases, other people's cases, obviously like they were laid off and like had all this extra time and I just started to focus more on like, how do I want my morning to go? What do I want my morning routine to be or my night routine? And I think that's kind of how I developed those good habits. Same with like making time to work out. Like I definitely have worked out way more in the last year. I It's not that common, but <laughs> I probably work out like three times a week, which is like way better. I used to never, never yeah. once a month max. So definitely making time for that, I feel like was a good, good habit that I formed.
0: Yeah. I was going to say that during COVID, I think, it threw me into such a low point that at one point I had no habits and in a way I kind of rebuilt. And I think after I went through that low point and kind of pulled myself out of it, that was when I started making all these good habits and that you've been seeing in the last, like really just like the last three or four months. No,
1: I totally think that like, I'm yeah. so proud of you from when we started the podcast, not like you weren't like doing well or something like, you know what I mean? It's not like, Oh, you had no like good habits. It was like you were just in a hard place and there was a lot of things that you were like, I need this to be better. I need this to be better. I need this to be better. And now I feel like so many of those things have gotten better incrementally, gradually, just over time of you making small changes and you are like a totally different person I feel yeah. like.
0: yeah. No, I really feel like a completely different person. I haven't gotten yeah. a text in the middle of the night from you I- and I haven't been up in the middle of I- can't even remember the last time I was awake past three AM. Which is which, like pretty crazy. Which is like rare three before. is like Yeah. That was kind of the
1: time that you were always like, I just wanna like fall asleep by three. Yeah. Not like mm-hmm. eight A. M. And
0: now it's like my normal bedtime is like twelve to one. Which and
1: is like really good yeah, for someone that's like,
0: who like who struggles with yeah. it, you know. And you don't like have to get up and work at eight or nine, yeah. typically. You yeah. know? Um, and then I've been making myself meals and really enjoying cooking, which when I was at my low point, I hated making meals for myself. I hated cooking, I barely ate. And I've been exercising three times a week-ish. And I've been giving myself this space to work out my emotions and say what I feel and like combat those like negative thoughts with like just neutral not black and white thoughts and really getting in the habit of changing my thinking patterns and I think it's like just made all the difference I haven't like formed I haven't like formed like this perfect habit yet in quarantine like I never did that but all of the things in my life just got a little bit better because I started making them more habitual Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah I love that. Yeah. Um, so, some of the responses that we got from you guys are a lot about like self care, quality self care time, and being okay with spending time alone, meditation. Mm hmm. Taking more personal time for me and the people I care about, saying no to people and not feeling guilty, not offer an explanation. Heck yeah. I like, I used to always be the kind of person who was like, I can't go and here's why and here's why and here's why and now I feel like more recently especially I've just been like I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it to this Mm -hmm. thing for whatever reason I don't need to tell you and I don't need to have a reason you know yeah that could be a whole thing in itself people pleasing (laughs) but it is so nice to just say no if they want to know why it's none of their damn business Mm -hmm.
0: okay and another person said ability to focus. And I feel like I have really, really gotten a lot better at focusing in the last few months because I'm not forcing myself to do things that I don't want to do anymore. And I think that's kind of similar. It's like when you are only doing the things that you want to do or spending time doing things that you want to do, you don't have to force yourself to do that mm-hmm. as much. Yeah.
1: Can't relate. Can't relate. But, but that sounds fantastic. Because yeah. there was a few weeks when we weren't doing the podcast where I was like really not well, having kind of a hard time. Well, we're but here now. We're back on track, I feel we're like. We're back on track. We've got the podcast going mm-hmm. again, which
0: feels great. So glad to be it here. Does. It feels really great. This has been a great um, first episode to get back into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really excited for the next month. Me too. It's mm-hmm. going to be so fun. We have a lot of really great
1: episodes coming out Mm -hmm. and things that we're just like so excited to talk about that we've been thinking about. And that's what we always did. But now it's just like we're really asking ourselves, what do we want to learn about? And what do we want to share with you guys that we're learning and we're improving and we're um, enjoying things that we want to enjoy and -hmm. we want to share that with you guys? So yeah, I think like a huge thing that I've learned you know, just talking about COVID and quarantine, it's like, I just think people have taken a minute to pause and be like, what's really important? And why am I really doing this thing? And what habits am I forming or breaking that really means something to me? Or am I doing these things because I think someone else wants me to or whatever? I think that has changed a lot. And people have taken more like stock in their lives and what they're doing and what their habits are day to day. And that builds up your entire life. Like that makes up your life or your habits and so I think it's good to to, to, to stop like, and bring awareness yeah, to those mm-hmm. things
0: that you're doing and not just continuous continually do them mindlessly yeah without really getting what you need from them yeah f- without feeling fulfilled yeah and so, this is something that like yeah. brings us joy and fulfillment and we want to do we, we love best doing it possible. and even
1: if no one listened we would still love doing it and we're so thankful for everyone who does listen it's yeah. just like so cool so many people were like where's your podcast like where did it go and I'm like oh, I thank forgot you. that people listen to this like thank you to everyone who listens it's just so awesome and we're just so glad that you like listening to us or falling asleep to us yeah which a lot is a of common trend all asleep to us they're like they are so fun. soothing yeah I'm like well I mean thank, thank you, you but also are we that boring <laughs> people are like I love to listen to it to fall asleep and I'm like you're missing the best part which is typically the ending segment I guess we should wrap it up though because probably no one's listening to this I know you're I'm right like, no one's even listening, listening anymore all right if you stayed till this point um make sure to leave a review and read
0: us if on you iTunes to this point leave a comment on our on our Instagram that just says like potato or something like yeah that. and
1: we'll shout you out in the next episode yeah. for being a loyal follower An active
0: listener yeah love you <laughs> Love you so Love much. You, Colin.
1: Yes. Colin. <laughs> That's be the only this person. is a Colin and Colin only. Actually, we'll shout we're gonna do some other shout outs. Um, thank you to Cheyenne, listens every single week. Um, my friend Amy always listens. Who else do we got? Paige on occasion? Yeah Pat always listens. Pat always listens. Yeah. Bless him. So thanks to those people. If you yeah. want a shout out, start listening to the whole episode and let us know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep oh man alright we love you guys thanks so much for coming mm-hmm. back and joining us we're so
0: happy to be back and if you want to see more of us you can always find us on Instagram at so good so far podcast uh, you can find me at Jackie's Attic you can find me at Nicole Pilgrim and we're gonna come back at you next week with an episode about mental health and social media social media and um, with a really awesome great guest! i'm just so excited yeah to, to share with you guys so great yeah. we're super excited mm-hmm. all right well okay. we'll be back next week it's been so, so good so far, so far. goodbye Bye. yeah i know i agree dude